Hey everyone, it's me, and welcome back to this week's episode of my Best Vintage Life podcast. My name is Bridget Morawski, and this is my co-host Art Bazarkanian. Hi guys, it's nice to be back. We are two parts of Baz Brothers Unlimited, a vintage wholesaler based in Fresno and Los Angeles, California, and we're happy to be here with you. Thrilled. Art was MIA the last episode. Thank you for your patience with him. I'm going to go right into our deets so I don't waste any time. If you would like to get in touch with us about anything for any reason, you can do so via email. That's admin at mybestvintagelifepodcast.com. Admin, A-D-M-I-N, at mybestvintagelifepodcast.com. You can find us on social media, specifically Instagram and TikTok. We hit 9,000 followers on TikTok last night. Not too bad considering I got shadow banned and taken off the FYP, which is the uh, For You page. I, I knew that for a fact. So we actually should have been about at about 20,000 by now, but that's social media for you. I think a lot of it was because I showed my nipple. No, it wasn't. You did not show your nipple. I and tried. I think people just reported me because I'm snarky and it's fine. I think it was my nipple. I'd rather set the tone. <laughs> no, it's true. Yeah. So it's it's great. We're we're steamrolling to ten thousand. And if you are listening and you found us on TikTok, thank you so much for your support. We love it on there. And um, you know, you can also find us on Instagram. Both of our handles are at my best vintage life podcast. Moving on. Don't forget if you love what you hear on the podcast, two things you can do to help us that take a small amount of your time. They're absolutely free. You can rate the podcast, which is giving us an amount of stars, or you can review. If you haven't given us a review yet and you find value in our podcast, we would really, really appreciate it. It just takes one sentence, a few and nice words. it helps other people find what you have found. Correct. Yeah. So there's probably some person out there right now saying, man, I listen to true crime. I listen to this. I listen to that. I wish there was a podcast about vintage. Well, some people don't know how to search. They they just assume there isn't one. But the more reviews and ratings we get, the more that person is likely to find us, especially like in the Apple podcast system where there is yet another algorithm. So please, ratings and reviews are appreciated. You could do it in the Apple podcast app or you can do it via podchaser.com. Thank you in advance. Our website. Well, our website's a fun place. Um, you can sign up for our vintage reseller newsletter, which is strictly geared toward vintage resellers. There's a sign up at the homepage of the website, mybestvintagelifepodcast.com. And you can shop our reworked pieces there, our linen shop coats, our uh, scrap canvas jackets, and uh, some other fun goodies. And our wholesale FAQ is there. That is one of the most important pieces of that website because if you're looking to do a wholesale visit or a wholesale buy, that is where you need to head to see if it's a good fit for you. All right. ATM. Obsession ATM. At the moment, art is into hard kombucha. Yeah. It's interesting stuff. You know, I always thought it was a foo-foo <laughs> drink, but it's actually good. I started drinking kombucha when I moved to California because just health food and um, organic food and natural food is just so much more... I don't want to say easy to find here. I mean, I was able to get it. I guess I did drink it a little bit in Pennsylvania. Actually, I'm lying. I did. But there's a lot more available here and easier to find more flavors. Like I remember like lavender kombucha. What? Um, and now, you know, they have hard kombucha. So Art bought like three, eight packs. We have two here for later. We're drinking mimosas right now. It's going to be a, a 
we've had a long week. We've had a long span of weeks. So hard. This is the first day in almost three weeks that we haven't had a client. I I posted that while you were upstairs. Yeah. I posted like I feel like a parent, like an empty nester. You know, when the kids leave the house and you're like. Yeah, but I said, I love you all, but I am tired and I need a break. Now, now I'm just sending out orders to different countries. So that's what today is about for me. Yeah. And Idaho. <laughs> that's right. Idaho. One of our um, amazing clients just moved to Idaho. Congratulations on her move there. Well, we won't say her name to keep her anonymous, anonymous but congratulations on your move. And um, yeah, that's where we are. So... We have a new patron and I have some changes to the patron program, super important ones that um, I want to talk about. Now or later? Later. Okay, good. We're going to go right into into our first topic. Let's get it. Yeah, we're only at four. That didn't even take five minutes. Seriously? Some podcasts take 20 minutes to do all that shit, so. Damn, you make it feel like 20 minutes. Well, that's not a compliment. Oh, my bad. (laughs) (laughs) Meaning like I was so interested for such a long time. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this is so uh, before we start our mini topics, I want to announce if it's more of a vintage reseller topic or a vintage enthusiast. Now, this one in particular, I think hmm. pertains to both. And this is going to be a conversation led by Art because this is more his thing. And I promise you, it's not going to be that boring. And we're going to start with what? the most boring topic first and then what? work our way into the fun stuff. But it's something we need to talk about, and that is inflation. Specifically, inflation on your cost of goods. Yeah. Perfect example. Just last this past week, we buy from various sources. And we've had a, a, a person who's been sending us things for the last 15 or 16 years. And we buy a grade of shirts, pants, you name it, consistent. Every two months we get almost, I don't know, 10 pallets, tons of boxes. Um, And he works out of the Texas area. And the price of shirts have literally gone from two months ago. It's insane. They have doubled and tripled. Just because the cost of goods, the cost of transportation. So the things I was buying for $10 and selling for 15 and 20 occasionally, you know, you'd get a great shirt that we'd wholesale for 25 30 and somebody would sell it for 100 Can you talk about the price, the new high price, yeah. price point with him? So I mean, it's... <laughs> yeah, literally, instead of having 1000 to 1200 shirts at that $10 price, we paid $20. And some of these shirts were just crap. Literally, you can't then, even sell for ten. But then you we know, had some cheap next. shirts that he yeah because were diff- amazing. Like I don't understand his. So yeah, he made like two no- grades of shirts. You know, one at the original ten dollar price, and then at a twenty dollar price, and it was insane. And when we you know discussed, hey, what's going on? He's like, this is what the rag houses are doing to me. Uh, people have gone in there and offered them. X, X, you know, more for one shirt. So then now they think every single shirt is worth that. And so trying to negotiate. Tell you, people get greedy. They get greedy. so greedy. Exactly. So we said, you know what? No, thank you. Please don't send us any more from this specific rag house. We don't need it. We don't want it. Because, I mean, what's the point of buying, paying $20 a t-shirt and hoping, I mean, that's your cost. I mean, our normal wholesale price on t-shirts is 15 bucks. 90% of the shirts we sell are 10 to $15. 
you know, whether it's NASCAR, Harley, that's what we sell stuff for. So that way our clients get to make the big money and we, you know, we move volume, you know, we usually sell about 600 to a thousand Harley shirts a month. You know, the t-shirt world, I, I, these people, I'm going to say people, keep it nice and neutral. These people, uh, interact. I call it, I call it the douche niche. Douche baggedum of the t-shirt, t-shirt world. I'm seeing it more so on TikTok. The, The language, like the the it's the, an uneducated subculture that's what no, i know that, no it is no, 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 because no. You, if they can't speak properly it's it's annoying i'm not going to have you in my warehouse if you cannot communicate i don't know if they're educated or not it's the it, what they choose to say more so that bothers me they could ask me a question politely in english in in decent grammar i mean keep in mind i was a foreign language teacher so grammar to me and just polite syntax is nice but like i can't handle it i really i really can't well back to the inflation part so the cost of transportation normal pallets that cost us two three hundred dollars are now four to six hundred dollars so what you have to do is you have to take into fact how many pieces were on there then you got to divide that and now you got to add that to the cost of goods so it makes it hard so you have two options i try my best not to change prices on my clients because you know it's hard unless it's very drastic and i tell them up front like i did yesterday i said hey this mix that you're going through everything now is double or triple and he's like well thank for lit thank you for telling me now you didn't waste my time and he picked according to the new price point and he still got a significant amount because he's like well i just have to bump my prices to my clients and he knows he has wiggle room and that's the way it has to be be forthright and then just because you see a price change with someone right now don't think they're trying to be greedy they're just trying to cover costs because literally everything has gone up unless it's like insanity i mean yeah i mean common sense-ish you know prices have gone up i don't know if you've some of you fill got your own gas or not but have you seen i cannot fill up my car well, who else is filling up their gas no i, I was being a smart ass because you know the the everybody thinks everybody has an electric car no 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 some of us still use gas it's yeah. anyhow like amex only lets you use a 100 bucks so when you go to a, i can't fill up i barely get to like three quarters of a tank they can only allow you a hundred dollar charge yeah on pre-authorization gas? yeah or, or anything no 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 oh, no no. i was gonna say no no, no. no when, you're, when you're at the pump if you use an you Amex use a, well, card. You have a different credit card. You know? But yeah, I know but you I like, like to, to keep use it that for, one. Yeah, yeah, because it's you business. Know, you, yeah. So. Yeah. It's a trickle down effect. How do you think this is going to affect thrift stores? Do you think it will Not, affect thrift stores? Yes and no. Because for California, California is its own absurd <laughs> subspecies. Wasteland. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Um, that we have so many more costs to begin with. So this fuel really doesn't affect thrift stores because most of the stuff people bring to them, they're not going out and getting it, you know, and the cost of employees has been the same. The taxes on employees has been the same for a while. So it's, it's more so for other places that aren't used to, they're, they're living the California dream of extra taxes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So they're feeling it. Are you jelly now? Yeah, I know, right? I don't think so. 
California, seriously, if it wasn't for the beauty surrounding, I mean, we don't really have beauty in Fresno. Of course we do. You look at the mountains. I know, but that's not Fresno proper. I'm talking about the beauty around us. That's hope. That's hope. That's hope. That's literally (laughs) those mountains, that beach, that that desert. That's what gets me by, you know, living here. Um, So inflation. Yeah. I mean, it. Understand it. it And you need to just be cognizant and don't be embarrassed to raise the prices in your store. And people asked, hey, I was in here last week and your denim jacket was $60. Why is it yeah. $70? Hey, listen. Just say, hey, you, you're living the same world that I do. We Things wanna, have gone up. This is something that we're going to go into in the next topic. You can't assume that every people are so dense right now and just so unaware of what's going on around them. You cannot assume that people know what inflation even is or what's happening. Yeah. You cannot assume Simply that. Put, that $20 in your pocket doesn't buy you what it used to buy you a month ago. Right. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, that's a nice way to explain it to people. Yeah, and it's that's what it is. It's like a nice $20. tangible example. Yeah, 20 bucks. You can't go to the movies and get anything with 20 bucks by yourself. Honestly. That money in the bank. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. So just communicate. And, you know, just like we're forced to uh, pay the gas so we can go places, if people need it, want it, they'll pay it. But just be fair. Don't gouge. That's all. You know, and just you express find it. that happy medium of, okay, yeah, I need to raise the price, but I also don't want to turn off my customers. If you communicate it, they'll get it because it's everywhere. Yeah. You know. Okay. It's not occurring in a bubble just for fashion. I mean, you're seeing stuff's not making it over here. I know. So it's a great way to control your own supply chain. Imagine if you were having stuff shipped from overseas. Container costs, like I know we're doing it with because of the all the vintage denim we're finding. Uh, I mean, $2,500 for a 40-foot container of denim is what it used to cost us. Now we're paying $8,000 just for the shipping. So mm. you figure that out. That's three times. That's that's a, vessel? That's, yeah. Jesus. Well, it yeah. takes a lot of fuel to run a boat. No, 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 no. But there's, I mean, containers are on it. <laughs> I yeah. know, but that's yeah. something well, you guys think diesel. about now too. Yeah, diesel's gone up, everything. Yeah. So, and then the logistics, and then when, and the ports are so full. So we're, we paid storage fee on this last one. We almost paid like, a, was it 12, $1,300 because they couldn't get the container out to us in time. So we I mean, have to I can that see storage. that in their defense. Oh, I get it. Yeah, I mean. It's the reality of the world. It's not I, their I'm fault. Not, it's not their fault, you know. All right. Inflation, thank you. You're welcome. Um, confidence. So, yeah, this is, I don't want it to sound so vague because that's just a very vague word. But I, doing what we do, specifically what I do with the social media, TikTok, Instagram, I talk to, and this is a topic that will appeal to both, I think, enthusiasts and um, business owners, probably more so business owners, but confidence is something I think we could all use more of. I just, I talk to a lot of people, I experience a lot of things every day, and I just see a glaring lack of confidence across the board in a lot of people. I think social media has a lot to do with that. I think there's a lot of... Um, comparisons, which self doubt, self doubt, which yep. is 
very easy to do. I mean, it doesn't even just have to be within your business. You see a, a person, you say, oh, I want to look like them. I want to have what they have. And it's very easy to do with your business as well. Um, but take it from me, someone that talks to a lot of people, reads a lot of comments, ignores a lot of comments. I'm sure you can imagine after what I just told you about, like the t-shirt people that reach out to me. Um, the, for the most part, the people that are listening to this podcast are light years ahead of a lot of others. So there's no reason for you to not have confidence, um, in yourself as a person or as a business owner. And I just... I hear a lot of, I wish one day, and it's a lot of vague futuristic statements. And I just want you to start being more confident and helping yourself. Tangible, You are your own yeah. worst enemy. I am my own worst enemy. I know that for a fact. You are your own worst enemy. And if you don't take the steps to help yourself, you're doing yourself a disservice. This podcast at this point in time is almost three and a half years old. There are hours of free content for you to listen to, to help you, whether it's to learn more about vintage, be a better vintage business owner, whatever it may be. Or even a collector. Or a collector, whatever it may be. Help yourself. Educate yourself. That is one of the best things you can do yeah. to become more confident. You're not going to become more confident by sitting on your phone and scrolling and wishing and hoping. Get out there. Put yourself out there. Put in the work. And just do it. You know what? I'm going to jump in. Of course. Um, all your points are incredibly good. And it just reminds me of like your philosophy on life. It. I looked during school, whether it was grade school, high school, college, medical school. I looked at every exam as an opportunity to show off or to prove myself. And Everybody used to get, why aren't you stressed? I said, well, I don't stress if you're prepared, Yeah. if you're educated. And it's the same thing in business. When me and my brother were very early in this, we were like, hey, we need to f educate ourselves. And the resources at that time were just magazines. There wasn't any online. There wasn't any internet was barely, we were still freaking using dial-up modems. So the resources that are out there now are insane, insane. Whatever... And I mean, this is how bad this is. Whenever I was curious about something, I opened an encyclopedia. Of course, so did I. Okay, so yeah. it's the same thing. You have resources to think. Educate yourself. Educate yourself. Funkin' something. Funkin' yeah. wag. Yeah, I, well, we got we got ours from Safeway. <laughs> like whenever you spend a certain amount every single week, they would give you a letter. Oh, cool. So you would collect yeah. it. Like now, I think they do pots and pans now or whatever. Yeah, like, okay. toasters. So that's how I got my first set of encyclopedias, you know, a while back. But it's information. Now we're on the cusp of like instant information. And there's incredible vintage resources. Like you said, the podcast as well. So when you going someplace on a buying trip or just going to a flea, hey, and you're going doing it as a social thing. Educate yourself on what it is that you're looking for. What should you pay? What shouldn't you pay? What is fair? And they're all out there and in your business as well. I mean, what's the point if your revenues are, you're doing 10 grand a month, why would you spend $25,000 a month in inventory? You wouldn't and you shouldn't. So information, knowledge, you know, educate yourself, prepare yourself. And that gives you confidence. 
and I'm going to go into now the changes I've made in our mentoring program. But just that being said, if you're even thinking about signing up for mentoring with me and you don't want to help yourself and take the things that I teach you and apply to your life, it's not worth it. Don't do it. Don't do it. I don't want you as a mentee. That doesn't mean I don't like you or I don't want to work with you. But if you sign up for one of these programs and you're like, "Uh, I don't know what to talk about. I don't have any questions to ask you. Just don't don't do it. You're not ready for it yet. You your business is just at a very early stage. stage. And that's fine. And I work most of the people that I work with, not even just mentoring, but I talk to on Instagram, TikTok. You're at a point where you are like your business is a virgin business. It's very new. It's blossoming. It's blooming. Come back bloom, later. Bloom, damn you, bloom. I want to work with people that are hungry. Yeah. They want to learn. They take notes. They say, the next time they come back to me, they say, Bridget, this is what I, I took what you did and I applied it to this and this is the change I'm making. You know, the best learning is active learning. Absolutely. Yeah. And and, and keep in and mind. it sticks. You know, I, I know what I'm talking about. I have a degree in education. I love fashion. I love what I do. This is the happiest I've ever been in my life in terms of a career. But at the heart of it, my degree is in education. And I know how to help people help themselves. But at the end of the day, I'm not there with you physically to help you apply those things. You have to do that on your own. You're an adult, right? Yes. Accountability, man. Hold yourself accountable and do the work. Okay. Going into the um, our... Patron slash mentor thing. So this is just going to be a little little change in here. First off, we have a new patron, and I'm going to pull up. I took a screenshot of their question. Hey, is it for you? Oh, that so was my TikTok playing. Oh my god, what is? Is that you? I don't even know what's playing. Is it like? I mean, it almost sounds like the dinosaur from Palm Springs. Like your, I don't know your voices. Like, I might have similar. to turn my phone off. I'm so freaked out right now. <laughs> All right, friends, so. Oh, you oh my God. What kiss. was playing? I don't, that was like an old Instagram memory. All right. Anyways. Um, I believe their name is Shannon at shop the boneyard. It's shop. The, shop. The boneyard is the um, Instagram name. That's cool. <laughs> Shannon. Shannon, we're not laughing at you. It's an inside joke. Art and I have about your name is nothing to do with you, though. Um, but they have a question for you, okay. um, and I'm just going to reload my phone. I'm thoroughly Shannon creeped out. Shop the boneyard, and this ghastly video of me comes up. I mean, what are the chances? Look, it's Kittles. Kittles is my phone background. It's my cat, Azadine. He's cute. Okay, I'm so freaked out. All right, all right, all right. Okay, Shannon at Shop the Boneyard. I love the um, the logo for the brand is a really cute lava lamp. How fun is that? Nice. Yeah, that is. love me a lava lamp. I'm wondering what happened to mine. Um, <laughs> okay, um, let's see. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm waiting. Been waiting. I'm the youngest vintage business owner in my market, so I have a lot to learn. I like that. And I'm having two capital letters, hustle. I feel like I can't find enough hours in the day to source, clean, men, list, merchandise, and keep consistent operating hours for my customers. If you could tell, Art, if you could tell your 1990s self one piece of advice that could save you time slash increase your efficiency while growing your business in its early stages, what would it be? Self-reflection for Art Bazarkanian here. 
stay away from people that take too much of your time and don't increase your business. Mm, I love that. You know, it's that old 80 20 rule. And I did that because you're, you know, you're trying to be kind. Well, at the you're, same a, time. you're a very nice person. I'm very blessed. And that's how I feel like you should treat everybody. Um, until they lose your respect. That's how I am. I, every single person that walks through the doors of my warehouse has my respect and they'll keep it until they do something that loses it. So it's never on me. It's on them. That's how, that's my philosophy. But, um, you know, you, you're going to figure out there's, there's time warp people and man, it's hard to get rid of those time warp people. What you have to do is just Bridget has taught me this very well. And I thank her mentally all the time for it. And it's called boundaries. You need to set boundaries and people need to respect your time because your trajectory is higher than theirs. Your expectations of yourself and of your life are higher than theirs. So don't feel bad for that. You want to be successful. You want to go and get it. And I commend that. And I'm the same way. I still do. It's the hardest thing for me is to ever tap myself on the back because I still have things I'm shooting for. Um, but. I love the word hustle because that's what it really is. And it still is. And you have to make it that way. It's, it's a grind as well. Love the process. If you don't enjoy the process, you're not going to enjoy what the end is. It's great to sell. You know, who doesn't like to sell, but it's, it's also awesome to buy. It's also great. You have to like the cleaning part of it, the staging, the curating, all that. It's a great process. And then the end result is you kicking everybody's ass. And that's what's fun, you know? And then you do it again and then again and again. And then you build. So stay away from people that take up your time. Okay. Yeah. That's amazing. Thank you, Shannon, for your patronage. We really appreciate it. And if you are interested in our patron program, you can sign up at patron.podbean.com slash my best vintage life podcast, or you can Google it and find it that way. We only have three levels available, and that is the change I wanted to talk about. Our $5 level, burning question for art on air. You get a shout out on air, and you get two bonus episodes a month. Lots of value there for $5 a month. We have our $20 level, which is an advertisement level. You would get to place an ad on the podcast two times a month, 30 to 60 seconds, advertisement for your business. People listen to the podcast all over the world. would be really great for someone who does uh, international shipping. We just hit top 10 in India. Not top 10 in India, but we're, we're on the charts in India for the first time. So thank you to our, our listeners in India. We really appreciate it. And then we have our $25 text mentoring level, which is done via the Nudge app. You get to ask me two burning questions a month. It's great for vintage resellers. And uh, it's something that you should sign up if you have a lot of questions for me. I'm having a little bit of an issue with this level because people are signing up and they're like, I don't know what to ask you. If that's the case, maybe wait. Don't sign up. Um, but if you have like a list of 20 questions you'd like to ask Bridget, sign up and let's work through them. That's $25 a month and you get all the benefits of the $5 level. There's three spots available over there right now. Now, our $50 and $100 levels are no more. But that being said, that doesn't mean they don't exist. They are now being done through our website, mybestvintagelifepodcast.com. You can sign up for a mentoring session one session, three sessions, six sessions. So it's $75, $180, or $300, okay? So There's, six sessions for 300 so 50 bucks a session. Correct. So it's the same as it was if you buy yeah. the six. Gotcha. So you can either pay 300 up front or $50 a month. It's up to you. 
those are good now because I'm I was running into issues with people that were like I'm busy I can't meet with you canceling last minute these are going to be good for a whole year yeah from the day you buy even if you buy one session you have a whole year to use them there's no wait list anybody can sign up for a session so if you want to work with me that's cool that you a, did that yeah it's I think a so more flexible a little bit more flexible um huh. You know, we lost a decent chunk of our, of our patron program, but I don't care. Um, I want more no, people, people to be able to participate. Yeah. Um, so you can always try one session, see how it goes, and maybe sign up for more in the future. But just know that most of my mentees who have done this with me do find a lot of value in our time together. It's a time to talk out your business programs, questions, concerns, um, and just kind of figure out, you know, like, how am I going to work this out? And how am I going to move forward? How am I going to progress? How can I be better? It's just, it's a real positive thing. I've never walked away from a session and felt really negative. I always feel like everything. I know. You're always happy for them. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. But now I want to be able to get more people involved and I want to give the people who I'm mentoring more flexibility. So if it's a busy month for them and their credit card gets charged, like that was kind of getting stressful for people. So now there's flexibility. Not for them, it was more for if you. If you have you surgery or you're moving or your kids have something going on, well, if you can't do a session with me this month, guess what? You have 11 other months to, to use. So you can sign up for those sessions at mybestventureslifepodcast.com. Click the little menu uh, bar item that says mentor program. And that's all I got. But now we're going to go into our last topic. And we thought we'd, you know, a lot of shitty stuff's going on in the world right now. We thought we'd end it with something light and fun. And, um, you know, the very first episode of this podcast, I talked a lot about my journey and I also did a bonus episode on, on even deeper dive into my background in uh, the fashion industry. But I've never really talked about art and I, like our working relationship and the details of that. We've, we've never talked about it. Really? Ever. No. You work here. <laughs> There's more? Well, I was inspired to talk about it because you and I, the first time I ever came to California was in April of 2014. And this time of year, just like when I wake up in the morning and I smell what it smells like outside, it reminds me of being in L.A. that first time. Oh, because you, you dreamed of seeing palm trees. No, not necessarily. I just, I love palm trees. I'll always love them. But I just remember flying out to California and we were landing at LAX with my old boss, Ashley. And I remember it looking a lot like Guadalajara, which is where I lived in Mexico when I studied abroad. And I remember walking out of LAX and just looking up and think, I just, I just knew then. I just knew. I was that like, you were destined? Yeah. I was like, this is where I'm going to end up within 20 minutes of landing in the plane. Um, and that was in, in April. And I met Art on a weekend. Saturday. <laughs> it was a Saturday. And I left Sunday. Uh, my boss stayed a whole extra week because her... Um, her in-laws live in California and it was Easter. The next weekend was Easter weekend. So I flew out by myself, but that Saturday, Sunday was the Rose Bowl. And then Saturday's when I met Art. Now, it was mind April you, 13th, 12th or 12th, 13th. Yeah. yeah. But mind you, we had been working together since October. Art, we're coming up on nine years working together. No. In October. Oh, let me tell you, she was the most <laughs> annoying anal oh i'm super person. anal yeah it's a person i had dealt with with at urban outfitters i'm like oh this freaking girl's 
driving me nuts with these emails and organization. Then I realized, wait a minute. I'm a tool. She is a tool. <laughs> Making me efficient, accountable, sending me spreadsheets of due dates and pictures. And now the whole thing, instead of me, oh, and she saw my uh, my own version of a spreadsheet, she laughed her ass off. It was like a third graders uh, project. Venn diagram. Oh my God. She's like, oh, what is this? Oh, well, this is due here. And it was like, I think it was like three feet by six feet. And I had it on the floor. I'd have to be on my knees. And she was just looking at me. Hey, caveman, we're in the modern age now. I I know I've I've mentioned this before, but when my boss sent out um. It's customary where I used to work that you would send out a welcome email for a new person coming on the team. And only two people responded to that welcome email and Art was one of them. One of the only people. Welcome, Bridget. Yeah. I was like, hey, this sounds like Mike Mazowski from Monsters, Inc. I wonder if <laughs> she's related. Mike Wazowski. That's what I said. No, you said Mizowski. M versus W. I See? said the same thing. Still on your nerves all these oh. years later. Yeah. But, um, so she drove me nuts. And then but, I finally, so I started working with Art in October you know, we, 2013. We talked almost every single day because that we were doing that denim program. Oh my God. Insane stuff. My boss would be Herald like, are you still Square. on the phone with Art? <laughs> we would uh, just laugh and talk. Yeah. We got so much done. I mean, the insane amount of orders that we got done. And it was probably realistically 10 times more than I had done for Urban, and we did it like in a six to nine month span, and there was no way on earth any of it could have gotten done without her because she had it so organized, color, size, everything. Because here, I'm realistically a one-man show, and to do all that would have been impossible. Do you remember our first fight (laughs) over the phone? Yeah. Yeah, you went, you went, okay, okay, Bridget. Yeah, I'm like, get off my back already. <laughs> and I hung up on you. I hung up on you. No, I hung up on you. What shit. With my big, my big corporate phone. Yeah. <laughs> and then I called your boss. Yeah, no, you didn't. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. Right? And then, I, and you got all nervous. And I was trying to get her, like, listen, if you're going to come out to L.A., do not bring your other idiots. You bring this girl. Yeah, she drives me crazy, but she is the best person that's ever worked there. And she is so organized. So you bring her and things will stay on track. And then you said, did you just call my boss? Did I make you mad? I said, no, I was actually trying to get you to come out here so you could be in charge of the entire production. And that was when we were doing the RTH program oh, yeah. and all that other stuff. Can we, t- can we talk about that? Or- sure. Okay, yeah. So. Yeah. I flew out that April, the next April, and I met Art, and I met Rafi, and I met uh, Hampo, Art's dad, and I met our friend Renee of RTH, which I'm sure many of you are familiar with, his cult brand. I met them all on the same day. What a whirlwind. And I acted as fit model. And I remember Renee said, you remind me, because back then I had dark hair. Uh, Wonder Woman. You remind me of Wonder Woman. Where's your truth, Lass? Oh, yeah. I hit me. Oh, that was a funny one. And you remember all my little comments I was making? Oh, this smells like barbecue sauce. (laughs) I'm like, he's known for his very famous scents and all that. Our friend Renee is... Amazing. Amazing. Yes. He's very smart, talented. He's worked for... He's friends with some 
very well-known famous people. He has a cult following of his brand, but he is very stubborn. <laughs> and he's very set in his ways. He's very much like me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and we love him, but he also makes us laugh. Yeah. He's a diva. Oh, yeah, he's a diva for he's sure. He's a diva. And he sense. And, and then they were like, okay, and what was it? What was her name? Martha and Garth. <laughs> no, that I wasn't there for that. No, my God. That was God. a different meeting. Yeah, Mar- Martha loves this. Garth would so, be wait, into no, this. this. Is, so, where was that warehouse? That was the first place that I met you. Where was that? That was Alameda. in Alameda. In Alameda? Yeah, I was on Alameda in Vernon. In Ver- it was okay. It was in Vernon, yeah. So there was a fish taco place nearby, and my boss wouldn't allow me to have fish tacos because she thought I was going to get sick. And she didn't even let you have a beer. No, I had to go to that. We went to Jones on 3rd and had Chinese chicken noodle salad, which I thought those were awful. I didn't really like them. It's a cool restaurant and, like, little place to get takeout. But, um, so, anyway, back to the sense. I'm sorry, I was talking about food. Yeah. So he... Sprays all his clothes with different scents to evoke different things. I have to use the restroom. And Too much I was champagne. like, hey, man, you know, why don't you just spray it with like some barbecue sauce or something? And then the look on his face was like, what are you talking about? I think, well, everybody, I mean, have you ever walked by a steak or a barbecue place and not been like, damn, I want some of that? So I think if we infuse food scents into clothes, you know, It'll trigger different things, different neurotransmitters in the brain that'll make you happy. I mean, I can't tell you. Anytime somebody's having a barbecue outside, I'm so jealous. So if we can make clothes make you jealous, it doesn't even have to matter what the clothes are, right? Just add some sense. Food sense. So, but working with Bridget, let me tell you, it has amazing, amazing upsides. But... It takes a lot of patience to work with someone who is so detail-oriented when you're not, who is so organized when you're not, but you have to see the value of the difference. You have to see that, you know what, this is going to make my business better, it's going to make me more efficient, and it's going to make everything better, but you have to let go of something very important that's hard to do, and that's ego. There's no place in a successful relationship whether it's with your partner or work relationship, if that is involved, you have to get rid of that. Get rid of it. It doesn't matter based on sex, age, knowledge, whatever it is. If it's making it better, suck it up and deal with it. And she's back. Uh, I was just thinking about how I had to pee at that warehouse and your because I just uh, went to the bathroom. And your freaking brother, you didn't have a bathroom in that warehouse. No, remember? they were supposed to build this one. We had a porta potty in the back, and there was no way we're letting you use a porta potty. Yeah, but your brother's like walking me through the other business to go to their bathroom. He's just so dry and slow when he talks, and I'm like, dude, I'm gonna piss my pants. Well, he's used to girls. He wasn't used to Pennsylvania girls. <laughs> There's a difference. I'm learned that. <laughs> Is that how we sound? In my imagination. No, it was a great trip. Then I did the Rose Bowl. Art never bought me a Bloody Mary. I think we've talked oh, about that. Oh, you were that. so cranky. I was, oh, my God. No, let I, me tell you why. That's the first time you I were hungry. Up, I woke up at like yeah. Now I've in the morning. Feed her. Because Feed her. she was she, paranoid that the other urban people were going to be there shopping. And I'm like, shit. there's people with headlamps on. <clears throat> and I, she's just so paranoid about me getting like some sort of like worm, some tapeworm or something. I was hungry as 
F. No, she liked to control the whole food situation. Everything yeah. revolved around her food, cookies, and mochas. That's true. Yeah. Well, the cookies and mochas were good in the Pacific Northwest, but... Yeah, she didn't understand your needs. No, I need, the, two I hours, need to every eat two hours. every two to three hours. Yeah. This is... That's metabolism is insane. Yeah. So, um... I just have but, beef jerky sticks that she just chews on if I have her upstairs. I just put, pull them out of my pocket. I just wanted to say if there's any background noise, my car is being detailed outside. It was supposed to be done on Wednesday. It got rescheduled, so I'm sorry. It's They're, they're vacuuming the inside of it right now. Um, so continuing on with our relationship, that's the first time we, we met in person. And then, you know, we continued working together for, for a long time. And then our, you know, one day more or less said, hey. Well, I saw the, the stress you were under. And then when Ashley left, how unhappy you were because the new boss was a freaking idiot and a nightmare one of those people that wanted to leave a mark on something even though you know no, it wasn't she had, broken she didn't have a grasp on fashion no. she had a grasp on money yeah yeah she was working in the wrong department and you know vintage and renewal it's a love for clothes love for sustainability and understanding who the buyer you have to understand is and, scarcity and, and relationships are everything in this business in any business you know, you build them, you foster them. You don't talk down to them, regardless. Your your smallest customer to your biggest customer. It's important to treat them with respect. Yeah. You know, and she did not understand that, and she tried to give me this bullshit speech one time. I flipped that script so fast. We're just like, oh my god, you can't believe how she just walked away. She's like, who does this guy think he is? I was like, look, lady, I'm not putting up with your nonsense. And she used every shun that you could possibly think of in order to have clarification no, need visual transparency. Transparency. transparency oh i might look you you're not paying me i sell you things i don't work for you okay this is how it's going to happen okay there has to be mutual respect you don't talk down to me and i could care less cancel all the orders you want no thank you yeah well i was talking yeah. about how i kind of ended up coming to work for you no we're getting that oh, so okay. she was unhappy and i said listen if you ever, ever want to come to California, you have a job here. You're the most intelligent person I've ever worked with, and you're amazing at what you do. So if you're ever interested, you could work in L.A. or you could work in Fresno. It's up to you. I said, well, I'll kill your brother if I work in L.A. Then, you know, Fresno might be the place for you. And uh, lo and behold, a year later, yeah, she's like, I'm ready. I'm done. <laughs> done. Peace out. Best hire ever. Yeah. So, and you know, even even since I came here, we've had big changes. Big changes, big arguments, big resolutions, and that's what it is. You just, you know, you can't take anything personal. You understand that, you know, the business itself is bigger than me, bigger than you. It's it's it takes care of so many different people and things that we always have to foster it. It's the baby. Yeah. No, I mean you know, I've learned so much from you, and hopefully you've learned something from me. Of course. Yeah. How to be nice to people. <laughs> me? Yeah. Ah, there I... you go. Oh, you can see the face. <laughs> I am a very weird person. I am an empath. I am an INFJ. I am my own person. I'm not like a lot of other people, so it's work for me. Yeah. It's work for me to get be along true to you. with everyone and still be true to myself. So, yeah. but I like, I like, 
almost, I'd say all of our clients. I, I really enjoy spending time with them, them visiting. Um, I know sometimes we feel like we're holding them back from doing what they came here for. Yeah, we, it's become such like a, them. it's become like a social thing, you know, which yeah. I don't, I don't, it's not that I don't want it to be, but sometimes it's like, oh my God, like I haven't gotten anything done today and they or haven't, they haven't, they haven't gotten anything I know. done. I feel bad sometimes too, but um, I enjoy talking to them. And yeah, you learn a lot too. You know, I really want to start working on our high ticket offers. Unfortunately, um, I mean, I haven't discussed this publicly, but I, I did have an offer in on an investment property in the foothills here up by a lake that... My big plan was to use it for high ticket offers here to come do VIP weekends with Art and I, but um, Art helped me make a pretty quick decision that it wasn't a good purchase, so I backed out of the contract, and right now there's just no inventory in terms of real estate. So No, there's, there is inventory, there is, but, but I can't it has afford to be it. right. No, it I has to be right. It, it has yeah. to make sense. You know, you don't stick a... Art and I slip. looked at that home inspection report together, and it was just a nightmare. Yeah. which wasn't what we thought it would be. Um, so, but I still want to, I still want to push forward with those high ticket offers and get people out here. Even if you don't want to come shop that if you want to come learn with us in person now, moving on post pandemic, like I, I want to get the ball rolling on that. So if you have to stay at a hotel, you have to stay at a hotel instead of like my cool Airbnb, Airbnb. So be it. But um, I want people to come out and experience what Art and I just talked about. Like, it's one thing to listen to the podcast, talk to us via social media. It's another thing to be here and be immersed in what we do and learn from us. Touch it. Have the dust balls <laughs> in your nose. Touch it. Just touch it. Touch it. <laughs> um, Is it soft? Yeah. So lots of lots of good memories and Absolutely. lots of good future memories, hopefully. So. Well, if you could just chill out every now and then, we're good. Well, champagne <laughs> helps. I know. Yeah, champagne helps. It's great. It's Friday. Um, is there anything you wanted to add about our story to where we've gotten where we are? Oh, there's so many like fun little things. All oh, adventures. We've had the snake adventure in here. We <laughs> the fox. We've had foxes in here. We had uh, a fox with a bird in its mouth. We've had, you know, poor little Chalupa being lost, but she really wasn't lost. She was oh, taking a nap in the laundry room. And Bridget running around with her yelling and screaming at me, you left the fucking door open. And making all the workers driving around all this oh area. On oh, Hill they dro all drove up, like, dro on Hill drove for miles. Miles. Looking for Chalupa. Yeah. And she was in Every, her laundry Tiffany, room. Tiffany, Stephanie, all of them were looking oh everywhere. God. It was like an APB. I, dro I dropped to my knees when we found her. Oh, Lupe was here, uh, our cleaner. Uh, Lupe was like, Chalupa. Because she ah. loved Chalupa so yeah. much. She was so sad. I'm like, I don't know where she is. And then I dropped to my knees. And then the next day she orders this I got the whistle. Tracker. The whistle. Yeah, that's what Still it was. Still have it. Yeah. I'm going to put it on Azzy. <laughs> oh, I'm surprised it's not on my leg. Hey, where are you at? <laughs> oh, my God. So many, so many fun memories. Fun clients. Fun memories. Oh, the, the with. Mark from England. Oh, and we went out to uh, we would go out to drag shows at the yeah, local. It's so fun at the local uh, club. Um, what's it called? Fab. Fab. Yeah. yeah. With we would we went to Disney drag night. Oh, that was a blast! Remember Peter Trans? Yeah. The, the yeah. green sparkle beard. <laughs> yep. Ursula. We had, yeah, all we the had so much. I mean, we would yeah. stay out. That one night. The two, three o'clock in the morning. I drove us home. 
Well, you were the only one that wasn't <laughs> I was partaking. Like, I was like, man, I have a hollow leg compared to yeah. you, Brit. Like I said, <laughs> Pennsylvania girls are different. <laughs> Mark was like, Bridget, are you going to be all right to drive the G-Mobile? <laughs> yeah, you're balling like a 50 cent. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's back when you can go to tower and not get shot or stabbed. Yeah. Good times. Good times. <laughs> uh, or attacked in the bathroom. Uh, oh, wait, you were. Oh, always. <laughs> yeah, the the bathroom. Well, it's a very gender fluid place and uh, the women's bathroom didn't have locks on the doors. So I would go into the bathroom and there would always be someone that would lean on the door and look in and they'd be like, oops. And I'm like, you're not getting a peek of this. <laughs> no. You should have sent him to my bathroom. Look at this. <laughs> well, I don't. Think, I was trying to I show it, and you're trying to hide well, it. I don't think they wanted to look at you. That's the point I'm getting. I was at. trying to bring them back. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? The, what's the craziest, funniest thing? There's too many. There's too many. There's huh? too many. Yeah. You know, how do you? One. What makes one memory better than another? Nothing. I don't Nothing. know. It's just. I mean, what. It's impossible. Yeah, there's too many. There's I too many. Pick. I can't pick. Oh. We're going on going on a long time now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All of it's amazing. It's work. It's work. It's work. Any relationship lots is of respect. work. Yeah. Lots of respect. If yeah. you keep it to that, you're cool. Keep it to the subject. Don't be attacking. <laughs> All right. We good? We're good. I think I covered everything. Yeah. I right, hope you guys man. enjoyed this. Yeah. And um, in the meantime, stay safe, stay sane, stay healthy. Stay very sane. Don't be angry. Be kind. You know. And keep the people in the Ukraine in your prayers, as we all do. Okay? And if you don't pray, whatever you do. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>